Hello, hello, hello. It's the 1st of March. Welcome to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Savile. And today I'm going to talk about leadership. A friend of mine said, your podcast is called The Leadership Woman, Jill. Why, why is that? So I thought I would, I would just use the podcast this week to explain why is it called The Leadership Woman. So this is entitled, What Got Me Here? I was born in a small village in the middle of a mining area in North Nottinghamshire in England and my parents were the first in my ancestry to buy their own house. I was the first to go to university, albeit not until I'd rewired myself. I was 35. Until I was 30, I lived the life that I was programmed for. I don't know about you, but I, I felt that I was living the life that my mother had led. I had a safe public sector job. I was married with two children, a joint bank account, and then everything changed. I changed. I looked round and I felt that I wasn't doing anything that I couldn't do when I was retired. I was off track. So I left that life. Now, there are many things that I wish I'd done differently to assert myself, as I see that's what I was doing. Decisions that I could have made sooner rather than worry about what people would think. Instead, I had created a huge and painful mess. Years later, I'm almost at peace with who I am and the path that I took. And now I use my experiences to help other people with this podcast. So why? Why the leadership woman? Well, when I arrived in France at the age of 52... To, to live with a French man. It was a triumph of hope over experience, if ever there was one. I hadn't come to France totally unprepared. I did a four-week TESOL course, teaching English to speakers of other languages, I think that meant. Um, but I thought, if nothing else, I can teach English. But in all honesty, I felt as if I'd retired. I had no wish to learn anything new. I had an MA, that was enough. My relationship with the topic of leadership was limited. In my previous role, I remember being sent on a leadership development program. And I was talking to another participant, also a woman, which I think is relevant, about how uncomfortable I felt about the name of the course. I knew that I was a good manager, but leaders were people who brought about great change, weren't they? Like Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Churchill. And certainly we couldn't name a woman other than Mother Teresa. So coming back to France then, Laurent and I, we moved house to be closer to Luxembourg and I found people who spoke English there. I began to join groups that related to me, like the Coach Federation and British Chamber of Commerce. 
And I started to wonder if I could create a business around coaching. I'd qualified as a coach when I worked in London. Now, as luck would have it, John Maxwell had been persuaded to start a programme for people who wanted to be coaches, trainers and speakers. The only disadvantage I could see was that I would train people on leadership. But I thought I'd ignore that for now as I definitely needed help about how did I work for myself? What systems did I need to put in place? 32 years when you've been employed by somebody else doesn't prepare you for that. So I joined the John Maxwell team, but I couldn't ignore leadership for long, as it was the first course that I was trained to teach. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And as I read it, and as I listened to all the training materials on it, I remember getting an aha, ah, ah, <laughs> aha moment. Because he explained four things. Leadership is influence. It's not to do with title and position. So that means that it's not about everybody around you serving you, but you're serving them. Your role is to develop other people. And the fourth thing was the hardest person to lead is yourself. So I started to think if these things were true, then I could actually be a leader. And I began to talk about leadership everywhere especially self-leadership. I started seven-week groups where we went through the 21 laws, and I'm sure that there are people listening today who came on my first groups. I joined Toastmasters, and all of the practice speeches were on this leadership topic. I remember getting a certificate for a speech, and they used the word proselytizing. And I had to look that up. And apparently, it's an attempt to change people's opinions. So obviously I was going around proselytizing and talking about leadership. I hadn't realized it at the time though, but I was creating my brand. And a few years later, a coaching friend of mine was talking to somebody, mentioned me in passing. And the response was, oh, Jill Sowell, you mean the leadership woman? My friend told me about it and we laughed. And at the time, I thought it was quite a grand title. But last year, when I was starting to think about doing a podcast, the title just seemed to fit. What I needed to do was to dare to step into that, to start to be that person, the leadership woman, in my own head. So here I am. 2021, daring greatly, as someone said, and doing it my way. I run groups online, still on the topics of leadership, and particularly self-leadership. And if you remember, the whole idea of leadership is that it's influence. It's not about title or position. It's our role to develop other people. And for me, it's particularly the next generation. And the hardest person to lead is yourself.
I particularly focus on women, trying to develop women into leadership positions, because I think many are like I was. Many women don't think that leadership has anything to do with them. They see themselves as really good managers, but not leaders. And I want to change that. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you have, please click on the button that says follow. Uh, Share it to anybody that you think this is a message that would resonate with them. And I'll see you again next week. Goodbye.